listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I want to give a shout out to Rob and Kay, who's joining us right now, Functional Pharmacy. There's a program called Beyond the Labs, the ultimate training, coaching, and mentoring program to implement and grow your practice. And this is very meaningful and very timely right now on the eve of 2024, when we know many of our pharmacists are looking to grow their businesses and Community Pharmacies is looking to make a difference and bring out some cash-based programs that can really help their community live better. Kay and Rob, it's so good to have you here. Thank you, Todd. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. All right, Rob, I've been a stalker and fan of yours for years now, and I've been watching you grow your your business, your brand. Um, You are uh, my um, functional pharmacy uh, godfather, and you really set the 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 trend um, when it when it wasn't even considered that popular 15, 20 years ago about what it meant to be a functional pharmacist. So I have great admiration and respect for what you've done of what watched you mature your programs over the year. So right out of the gate, I want all the listeners to understand and know a little bit more about Rob Kress. And then I want you to do uh, an introduction to Kay as well, because I think this is a very special arrangement. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. So yeah, we've been in connecting you and I for years, Todd. And um, I think both of us to see the evolution of where the pharmacy voice has gone, because I want to give you a shout out because you've given a voice to pharmacy, a voice that I think is very soft over the years. Now, for me, I've been in practicing a functional medicine type pharmacy since the early 2000s. So we're going on 23 years now. Um, And yeah, at the time when we begun this, began this, it was... um, I mean, when I was teaching, doing CEs at the time, sometimes you'd have a heckler in the audience, really question if it was really science. So the growth has been amazing um, from acceptance of the community. um, And all along, it's absolutely been a a patient-driven movement, really. I mean, from the days where I had my compound in nutritional pharmacy, it was the patients that drove the success to that. Um, And now there's this momentum building where pharmacists are starting to realize and other medical practitioners that, you know, there's something really here and I want to know more about it. How can I bring this into my own practice? Um, Kay, which I was very fortunate to uh, connect with coming on five years, a little over five years ago, um, when we met each other, I think it was one of those wow, you're kind of weird like I am, you know, practicing a unique form of medicine. And Kay is a phenomenal physician. Um, we'll, we'll get, you know, she'll share with you some, but we realized when we, like back in the late 90s and early 2000s, we were reading the same books. We were reading the same uh, medical intuitive stuff, the same mind-body stuff. And we had a path that was very similar. So I don't think the time that we met was a coincidence and how we're now practicing, evolving, and growing together. Um, Kay has done numerous certifications and practices from IFM to, um, well, she'll share with you more of it. Um, She's got a great um, TED Health, uh, TEDx uh, on there, which is basically how um, your biology, your biography is your biology. So it is that continuum of what our health is, and it's how we practice and look at everything. So turn the rest over to this position here. Okay. 
I'm so excited you're here. There's something very special when you get a pharmacist and a physician in the room that are parallel and are thinking on the same level as you're uh, looking for um, for our patients and what they really need. And, and you're kind of seeing through all of the buzz and all of the crazy pharma commercials and you're boiling it down to what truly works for the individual. And it's really, um, it's playing exactly on what we see in a narrative from CMS, from our PBMs, from our insurance companies, that medicine is changing. And it's finally a door open for physicians and pharmacists to really dig into functional pharmacy. So Dr. K Corpus, it's good to have you here. Thanks so much. Um, thanks for that introduction, both of you. Um, I think for what makes our um, partnership work is that, you know, we have this common um, desire to do no harm and we have this incessant um, need to know why, why things are happening and root causes and we kind of don't stop until we get there. So, um, and I think, you know, we're, we've lost a lot of that in clinical practice. So, um, yeah, I think we're both always searching for, you know, the, the, the truth and, and that is wherever it comes from, not just, you know, the physical body, but mind body stuff. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of, um, healing modalities and types of medicine, um, that we have available to us. So we just, you know, want to use all of those, um, avenues to help the patient. So it's, it's a lot of fun because, you know, our outcomes are, are awesome. And um, it's really nice to hear that the patients really change and transform on a foundational level. So that's where our practice really um, focuses on, you know, is, is foundations. We're not super into all the, you know, the cool, I mean, we do some testing, but it, but, you know, all the edgy and sexy stuff where we're kind of not really pushing that so much. So you can teach basics and foundations over and over and over again. I think we will until the day we yeah. transition from this earth and it's, you know, it, it'll just um, be something that people need to focus on. So I like the fact, Rob and Kay, that you aren't following trends. You're not setting out to take advantage of something that is finally getting traction. You've been doing this for years. And Rob, you've seen that there's no reason to throw away pharmacological studies and pharmacological background and staging. You've taken what you learned as a pharmacist and you've brought this to holistic, integrative, functional medicine to do a combo, which fits. I mean, I don't... Uh, you only have to have like an, an eighth grader's education to understand this. That is, you have a combination of science, evidence-based practice fusing with what nature has always intended, which is the ultimate evidence-based medicine. And you're bringing those together saying, for someone who is suffering with cancer, here's a here's a track we'd like to put you on because your your body's under a lot of intensity you might be on chemo and the and chemo is is attacking the cells and trying to kill off cells and while it's doing that it's also weakening your immune system and other things that are happening what powerful medicine to combine what functional medicine could be doing to really help someone overcome that stage of their treatment and then get to the next stage and i know that's a dramatic example but let's use that example how would a pharmacist and physician really come together for a patient that 
has their uh, treatment in place of some very serious chronic um, disease to try to kind of like marry the two modalities. Well, yeah. And, you know, the one thing that you said there, um, we haven't swayed, right? We both kept to our consistence when we both were practiced individually before, years ago before we met or even met each other. So we came together and it was the same foundational speech, talk, way of practicing. So it only made sense and it is truly foundational. So, you know, I think we got to realize most disease grows out of a fundamental issue, right? So we need to go back to that fundamental issue to adjust it, to support it and strengthen it. We'll give you an example would be, you know, a lot of times people, you know, to use a term that Kay used, you know, people want to go into like the sexy testing and protocols, but maybe the patient's not ready for that. Maybe the patient has a weakened base. Their constitution may be a little weak. Maybe their adrenals are off. Maybe we've got to support their detox detoxification organs before you start on this ultimate kill on their body. So there's kind of the symbiotic approach that we want to work with the patient because the patient comes to us with a disease state, with a complaint, with how they're feeling. And we want to find that ultimate goal, but meet them in the middle on how this can best be progressed. And I, I think that's the, the cool thing about this functional approach. We're all co-creators in this process. So not every, there will never be one protocol for one disease state for every patient. We need to take the patient specifically. And that's a lot of it right there. I watch you weekly, Rob. Like I said, I'm a little bit of a pharmacist stalker and watching the, the way that you've grown and the walks that you take every morning as you're talking to your audience on Instagram. It's, it's very telling that you're practicing what you're preaching. And I'm wondering, when did, when did that lifestyle change for Rob? It's been over 20 years for you because I've, I've been watching you since I can remember, I think 2012 or 11 or something. But hey, when did you recognize this fast food diet, this fast food medicine, this let's take a pill for everything? It's just not part of what is base good health. And you have to combine some things in order to get the most out of out of life. When did you realize that um, our 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 fast environment and our pace is just anti-human and it's not good for us. And when did you kind of like wake up and be like, wow, I'm going to fuse my medical career with the world of functional medicine? So, um, well, I think always the best teacher for me is when I have to go through my own initiation, right? So, um, I mean, training is, is pretty brutal <laughs> and living on French fries and infusion of, uh, of caffeine for many years, trying to get through the night and through your call nights and, you know, be a good doctor and, uh, not make mistakes. So, you know, that can only last for so long, particularly if you're starting a family and having kids and all the other peripheral things, and you're just tired and you just can't show up the way you need to show up. So it was from my own experience of burnout, I will say that. Um, and, you know, when I was going through that and looking for my own answers from my own training, from my own kind, um, it was just, here's a steroid or an SSRI that that's just, wasn't going to cut it. Right. And, um, I had small children at the time I had to be present. I had to be present for my patients, a lot of responsibilities. So, um, I, you know, I had to kind of dig deeper and figure out what this was. I don't like, putting band-aids on bullet holes, it, it doesn't work. And so that's a lot of the way medicine is practiced. Um, 
and I knew it, you know, my patients would knew it. And, um, I just kind of had to figure it out. So, um, functional medicine was great. I remember going to one of the lectures and, uh, a naturopath physician, a woman was talking about her own life as having six children stressed out. And she started talking about the adrenals and, um, cortisol and DHEA. I'm like, what are you talking about? I sound exactly like that. Who are you? What, what are you talking about? Adrenals? Like we don't, that wasn't even a thing, but really that was highlighted. And it was, her story was my story. And so I was like this, I'm obsessed with this because this makes sense to me. Um, and that's how I kind of filter everybody through my practice is that lens of, of stress and overwhelm and running that fight or flight. And, um, for me, it just makes medicine very easy because we are all exposed to that. Um, and we don't talk about it, right. Which is unfortunate. It's the first thing that a patient would say. And that's the first thing that I ask what's going on in your life right now. And we all want it to be something else except for, for what's happening, our environment, our lifestyle. So, you know, and, and yes, like nutrition contributes to that, but what's the reason why you're eating sugar and fries and all the crap, you know, it's, we're pacifying something, which is we're unhappy in our jobs and our relationships and the places that we live in our careers. It's that stuff that really matters. I never thought about, I don't like really like going there. It's too, you know, a little too touchy feely. <laughs> well, let's not talk about emotions, but, <laughs> but actually I kind of have focused on that. And that happens to be the, um, the key. Yeah. So, um, the functional stuff is great. It's still very physical. It's, you know, it's looking at root causes, you know, that is great. So there's this, you know, aside from fun, um, conventional medicine, that's a great um, place to go because we're looking for root causes and using more natural things. And, and that's great, but we're going for root, root stuff. So we have to go with this um, relationship between our psychology or emotion and the physical body. And to us, that has been like the key for the practice. Nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to, nobody has time to, for that matter. And the way we built our practice is that is we have to make time for that. And the way that we can do that is we have to do our own work, right? So we didn't learn this stuff um, just from studying and you know, going to conferences, that's one thing, but to do our own work, we never recommend something for our patients that we haven't done ourselves. We will never do that. Awesome. Rob, you have an advantage. Uh, listeners might not realize this, but um, Kay is not only a business partner, but she's also your personal partner in life and you're sharing families and responsibilities and pets. Uh, your dogs, um, they kill me. I love dogs. So I love watching you guys uh, with them, especially on your Instagram and things like that. But I reason why I mentioned that is there's so many pharmacists who are going to move into 2024 who are desperately wanting to build their functional pharmacy consultancy practices. Lots of our community pharmacies are looking to build a functional pharmacy component to their community pharmacy and bringing in people that are uh, looking for changes in their life. And I think what better organization than a community pharmacy or a consultant pharmacist that's in a community that understands who their mayor is and their state representatives and their school board and just part, maybe they're a coach of some for some soccer team or something, but to be integrated into a community and understand the unique challenges 
of an Austin-based community or a Pittsburgh-based community or an LA-based community. There's all these different things. And if you're in it, then you can understand it a little bit better than someone who might not be in it. But you have an advantage that you have a physician on your consultant team that you guys can come together for that patient, which is the triangle of healthcare. It's the it's the physician that's the quarterback, kick it off the treatment to, to, to pharmacist, pharmacist brings it back to the patient, and then it keeps going, keeps going. And what a combination. But there are pharmacists out there who don't have this kind of support the the case support that you that you have in your life and as a godfather of functional pharmacy someone to rely on and bring things back to and Kay might look at something sometime and be like where are you what what what's this about rob i don't get it and then you describe it to a physician from their perspective Kay might actually make an adjustment to you and say hey maybe we should do it a little bit this way and kick things off so when when we're listening, there's a bunch of pharmacists out there who are listening right now. They're in their car, they're jogging, they're doing something. And they're like, Rob, where in the world can I find like a bucket or a list of uh, functional focused um, physicians out there that I could work with, that I could move forward with and bounce things off of? And have you ever come across like a group of, of practitioners and, and people that, that you could say to a pharmacist who might be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey, I want access to a to a physician within a group of patients within a community to really start working this together. Well, you know, and a couple of things to all of that, and, and thank you for that. And in many ways, um, in many things, you know, Kay ended up ended off the last comment saying, you know, we got to work on our own stuff. She has been a tremendous teacher for me in that. I thought I knew all that. I thought I knew all my shit. <laughs> But she shined the light on it where it is a big growth of this process. So uh, I'm very fortunate to have this in practice. And we both have said we bring our own unique nuances also to the, the table. And it is, you know, the saying is that, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I really, you know, in working with Kay, and I think it would be any pharmacist with any physician, and for that matter, other physicians for pharmacists, you learn more, you see more, because these people are coming, we're all coming together with different past experiences. So um, that in itself, I think there's a lot of relationships out there where there could be collaborative agreements where this can be really grow. So if you're a pharmacist and you've got this training, first of all, in case shared with me, even functional medicine physicians that go through the practice, you know, where they, they go through the studies and they go through the courses, they come out, but they're still starved for time. As practitioners, we are time anemic, and that's one of the challenges. So I think many times what we've seen is there's this dynamic of how a pharmacist and a um, physician can come together and really create um, the protocols, the labs, the communication, and how that process works. So I think it's kind of a new dynamic that we're looking at. And not only would you need a functional, I mean, you could be a functional pharmacist, bring this to a conventional practice. You could be bringing it to a gym. You could be bringing it to a lot of different areas, but bring a collaboration of a physician that offers that. It's just, it's a really good dynamic. So Todd, I'm about to crack up right now because what makes this successful is that he actually is brilliant in communicating. His communication skills are really great without offending. So as a physician, you know, we're, we kind of are a bit egotistical of like, I know everything and I don't need you kind of thing. And so it's funny because the way he, he communicates is he'll put it in a question form so that I approve, but it, it's really a statement. So it doesn't, um, 
offend. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. That's great. So here, do you want the whole practice? That's great. <laughs> I'm going to Pilates now. You're doing great. So, um, but I also feel like, you know, you pharmacists are an underutilized group of people. Your brains work phenomenally with this kind of stuff. And, you know, as a clinician and, you know, in primary care, unfortunately we don't have the depth of knowledge you do with all the medications. I mean, obviously that's a problem with um, polypharmacy and a lot of the, you know, drug, drug interactions and nutrient depletions that happen that don't even cross the mind of a, of a physician really, which is unfortunate. Right. And so um, to have somebody, I always use pharmacists um, even when I was in training, because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you, can you back me up here? I, always had respect for you guys. So I think it is an actual brilliant um, team yeah. to to help because just the way you guys look at things and the depth and um, that we tend to overlook um, and say we don't have time to, which that's not an excuse, but I think it's really valuable. And I had even told Rob that, you know, I would rather have a pharmacist on my team than a than actually a PA or a nurse practitioner or somebody with another clinical brain. I need somebody with this kind of, um, you know, skill set, way of looking at things, honestly, as a as a collaborative. Not, and it's also kind of that it, we're on the same level. Um, it's, and I think sometimes I'm like, why don't you guys talk louder or? demand more or yeah the voice you know, up right the, yeah it's like where where have you guys been because um could really use you um awesome. in practice yeah and then you know i think to that point too much of what i like to teach pharmacists is building that bridge between clinician and coach now if you think about the dna of a community pharmacist you're there you're in the midst of the community the community is coming to you you could be talking about diet you could be talking about movement and exercise you could be relating people to go somewhere you could look at their. i mean how many times have i sat and read people's labs from the pharmacy counter and made recommendations from there so you know it is that you know, if you talk about, I think, even a mid-level, as you said, like a PA or nurse practitioner, they're trained very much in that clinical approach like that. But now you in steps a pharmacist and probably, you know, sometimes the same thing could be our medicine. It could be our poison. And a lot of pharmacists are stressed out behind the counter doing a hundred different things, right? Like recommend talking about a side effect, recommending a supplement, talking about a lab, but it's also their own particular medicine that they can offer to the community, which is in this collaboration works really well. What you're describing Rob is called beyond the lab and the beyond the labs is very important. It just so happens to be a program that you've built um, in collaboration with Kay. I want you to describe that to our listeners and where it can be inserted. I know it's inserted to the consultant pharmacist that's listening that wants to build their community practice, but it's also available to our long-term care pharmacies who want to cater to our seniors. It's also available to our community pharmacies who want to cater to their communities. I also want to make a point, Rob, we're going to be this is exciting me, but we're going to be bringing you and Kay back month after month to really dig into the components of functional pharmacy, how to launch your business. We're going to even be dig digging down into treatment specific 
clinical discussions and cases, might even bring in some additional pharmacists and physicians. But talk to us about Beyond the Labs and how that kind of sets the stage for any sector of pharmacy to plug into what you've done so that they can extract what you know, what you know, and infuse that into their own businesses. So, yeah. And first of all, I, I just, I guess I want to say that Beyond the Labs stemmed out of me recognizing something I really enjoy doing. And that's nothing I ever really said in the realm of pharmacy before. So there's kind of this inherent joy that drove me to do it. And I I opened it up in the spring and it grew organically until now. So what, what the Beyond the Labs is, we've got a primary training, um, which includes my functional pharmacy university for people who are totally green and have no relationship to functional medicine. They want to get into it that way. Um, and then it also goes into... Um, a community base. So we've got an online community where we do weekly challenges. It's kind of a, a group coaching practice for that in that case, uh, which is actually also going into a full mentorship um, of even one-on-one. So we've got primary training. We talk about um, practice ideas, marketing ideas, and it is an absolute um, uh, personal and professional approach that we link together. So uh, much of the students, they're gaining more about their professional life as they or their personal life as they are about their professional life. And what we really like to say is we're we're helping them tweak their perception and perspectives. So, you know, they're coming to some, I think, in their minds, a lot of outside the box stuff on way to think and how to approach. So a lot of them, it's not, I can't even say my goal is to get you into functional medicine practice. My goal is to get you to do this. You know, we've got, we've got practitioners who are thinking of what's next, like running a group coaching business for women, um, getting to a nutritional uh, supplement practice, but taking this knowledge and the ideas that they get from the group, the community, and these as I said, outside the box trainings to kind of take them there. So it's it's training, it's mentorship, it's support, um, and it's the coaching to get there. Hey, as a physician, what's your advice for the listening pharmacist right now who's ready to really go full throttle in 2024? How do you how would you want to be kind of connected with pharmacists? Do you prefer Someone reach out to you via LinkedIn. Do you like an email? Do you like a personal card? What do you think pharmacists that are listening right now who do want to reach out to multiple physicians in their community? What's kind of a suggested way of doing that? Um, you know, I feel like, yeah, just just contact, you know, the doc, go to lunch. This is all about, you know, you know, jiving with with people and personalities. And and I think. You, you know, if if the doc can meet you and um, get to know you and trust, it's it's the trust factor, really, you know, um, and pushing a little bit past. I wasn't totally comfortable in the beginning of giving up all that I have in my practice. Tour. I really wasn't. It was like, you got to prove yourself first, dude, because um, <laughs> I don't know. This is my 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 thing and I'm not going to give it give it up that easily. So it it took a, <laughs> it took a couple of years. It took a lot of dinners. <laughs> yeah. So. It probably paralleled the relationship too, because you Rob had two jobs. A to 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 get this physician to pay attention and to maybe do some business. And then B, 
uh, to become the love of his life. So you had two challenges that, you, and actually those are probably ongoing, Rob, as a, as a, as a man of a wife, I, I know very well what that's like. So I gotta we're, keep- we're always honing our sales skills. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited that the PPN is, um, is just thrilled to be working with you, Rob. Our godfather of functional pharmacy, uh, Kay, the extra power that you bring to this is so special. And I think it's going to resonate well with our listeners. I know it will. Um, a shout out to our listeners listening right now. I want you to check out functionalpharmacy.com. That's once again, it's functionalpharmacy.com. And there's a there's a tab that's called Beyond the Labs. I want you to take a look at that program. Um, sign up. Let us know what you think. Uh, Rob, we are so excited. We're having you back um, every month, uh, once a month, just to give us an overview of what's happening in functional pharmacy, as specific as treatment modalities for uh, different chronic disease states. But share with our um, with our listeners what they can expect from the fun functional pharmacy. Well, you know, I think a lot of that it's um, we're going to be sharing with you real life examples, um, things that might seem profound, but are very common that we all see in our practice, um, unique ways to look at it that might not even seem to be apparent at first. Um, so we'll be given examples. We'll be having guests on um, the idea is to really get you all comfortable, involved and open up uh, your perception to see all that's out there in these realms of what we like to say is a beyond functional approach. And yeah, we are bringing the best of age old wisdom and modern day discoveries together. I love it. Well, we're excited about this. Uh, I want to thank you, Rob and Kay for giving us um, this time and this commitment to bring this kind of content to the pharmacy podcast network. This is a big part of our 2024 initiative is to really transform pharmacy by infusing different programs that our community pharmacists and consultant pharmacists and long-term care and specialty pharmacists can implement into their day-to-day -day practice. Um, shout out to our listeners. If you are interested in working with Rob, if you're interested in expanding your functional pharmacy business, once again, you can find Rob at robcress.com. That's R-O-B, Crest, K-R-E-S-S.com. Or just go to functionalpharmacy.com as well. Regardless, Rob, Kay, I want to thank you for today and being part of This Week in Pharmacy. Thanks so thank much, you. Todd.